What's up, everyone? This is All You Can Geek Gamescast episode. What's the episode? 440. <laughs> 440, there it is. I'm Mike, joined by Corey Feinstein. Catch a ride! Four lanes, three bitches! It is <laughs> happening! You guys, we did it! It is for real. Yes. Um, and Spoiler Tony alert, we're going to talk about not, it. Okay. Yep. Uh, Tony's here too. Sorry, Tony. Nope. No, it's, it's all right. This is going to be uh, the first, first of many uh, Borderlands 3 intros, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> Coming for the rest of the year. Woo! It's, it's like, yes. it's like um, almost like a, a sh- like a weight off the shoulders, you know, because like, you, you knew they had to do it. And we've talked about it so long, or I have at least, and it's like... You thought about it, dreamed about it. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh my <laughs> gosh, man. It's so it's so good to finally like get official word on it and see it. Uh, definitely going to talk about that as much as possible um, <laughs> as, as we lead up into the release of it. So uh, really excited for that. Well, yeah, so Corey uh, went to PAX for one day for that, and luckily <laughs> luckily, it worked out for him, and he didn't have to throw chairs or anything, so uh, just, I guess, talk about what they showed you there. Yeah, so uh, PAX East happened over the past weekend, and a few days um, or weeks before, they announced there's going to be, like, they put a teaser out, Gearbox did, saying, you know, March 28th, you know, Exit 3 boston massachusetts he's like well what's happening on march 28th and i was like damn man i'm not gonna make it to pax this year but then tony you reminded me like that's a thursday like just take off work it's not gonna you know, hurt anything <laughs> uh, so i was like you know what <laughs> that's absolutely true because you know i have kids obviously and like the weekends are a little tougher uh gotta find babysitter and stuff but i already have all that worked out during the week so um yeah i just took off thursday and drove up to boston you know, we live in Jersey, so it was a little, about four and a half hour trip up there. Uh, I met Tony up there. You were going the whole weekend. I'm sure we'll hear about that some more. But went there specifically for <laughs> the Sporterlands announcement because it had to be. I mean, it wasn't a guarantee, but if they weren't announcing it, like Mike alluded to before, the chairs are going to get thrown. <laughs> Boston would have been on fire. It would, there would have been riots. Like it <laughs> You throw some tea in the harbor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, I get there. Um, we go to the convention, just kind of walk because it's happening at 2 o'clock. I walk around the show floor for a little bit, and lo and behold, I run into Randy Pitchford, <laughs> which is it's so funny because, like, I'm not even looking for him, but, like, just went into <laughs> did him you, randomly. Did he, did he drop any thumb drives when you ran into him? No, um, he did not have any thumb drives, uh, unfortunately. Damn. But I, we'll talk about the show later, but that was a shit show in itself, um, the stream. <laughs> But, uh, uh, so I bumped into him and he's got this big, um, he's got this shirt on, there's the big three on the back of it. And he's just walking around, like showing people this. And it's like, <laughs> uh, and I go out and it's like, you know, if you don't announce Borderlands 3, people are going to riot. And he's like, I think we'll be safe. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I'm just walking around and just kind of checking stuff out. Kind of been so, you, so you got the real confirmation from Randy Pitchford himself. Again, it wasn't confirmation because he didn't say, Oh, he's coming. He just said, "Well, I think we'll be safe." So again, like all these like hints. <laughs> okay. it's, again, there's no way it wasn't gonna happen. But uh, I'm walking around packs and stuff. So I, I'm like, it's what 12 o'clock. I think I'll go check out what the line looks like because I'm not really doing anything else. I'm just walking around waiting for this this event. I was like, might as well wait in line. And I go up, and the line's like halfway around the convention center already. 
because they haven't like you know they condensed people Tony like they haven't done that yet mm-hmm. so I'm like holy shit this is ridiculous so I go I walk all the way half around the, the convention just to get to the end of the line and then they start squishing people together making sure we fit and uh so I, I sat in line for a couple hours convention starts it starts off with the borderlands teaser which we got to see we didn't get to talk about that either but that was a really cool teaser i thought they did a great job with that it was like um kind of like one of those uh almost like at the end of age of ultron remember with like the roman r-esque you know what is it what are they called like the statues like the I can't remember what they're called. Like the Roman statues with like a battle sequence almost. It's kind of like that where everything's just like non-textured. It's just white. And it's going through a whole bunch of different sequences. And you get to see like a psycho mask at the end. But there's so much going on within that psycho mask. Like you get to see all the different characters from Mm -hmm. the Borderlands games. And the new characters that are coming. And they had like Morse code. And they had Braille. And different things like in there, like secret Easter eggs. Uh, they love putting these Easter eggs into these these games. And then at the show, the Gearbox they um, showcase, they finally showed Borderlands 3 after waiting 45 minutes. Because <laughs> they showed a whole bunch of other stuff I didn't really care about too much. But they, they had to do it because it's a Gearbox showcase. They got to show all the Gearbox stuff. We got to see Magic by Randy Pritchford, obviously. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, they um they announced <laughs> Borderlands the remaster is coming. Uh, that's gonna be out by the time you hear this, and then yeah, Borderlands three is happening. We got to see a trailer, very choppy. Uh, apparently, they were using Windows Media Player to play a four K video, and it couldn't handle it, so uh, it was very choppy. There's a lot of technical difficulties, but eventually they got to show it, um, and uh, it is everything I was hoping for, like. From what I've seen so far, obviously we don't know any details about this this game yet. We just got to see that it exists and see the art style back. You know, it's Borderlands. Like you see this game, you immediately know this is a Borderlands game. Got to see the new Vault Hunters. Got to see the villains. We're going. We got to see a bunch of guns. There are um, new gameplay mechanics that we got to see a little bit. A whole bunch of new environments, especially like a kind of a neo noir style city that's in there which is uh kind of a di- a lot different than what we've seen before in a borderlands game we've heard that there's going to be border war there's going to be worlds that we're going to be going to so it's different planets and um obviously the big thing the big takeaway from this trailer was there are guns with legs <laughs> and so <laughs> we got that uh they also did claim with like a real number like there's going to be over a billion guns I- i'm just like so hyped for this game it's 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 hard to contain everything. Um, but yeah, the, like I said, the trailer is everything I wanted to see. And I know they're going to show a lot more. You know, there's a lot of like outlets having like, not, they're just like really upset with the trailer for some reason. Like, oh, this is just more Borderlands. Looks like a DLC. It's like, well, what do like teaser, like what trailers come out with? They don't, they're just showing you the game. They didn't give any details about it yet. It's like, how can we really make any assumptions or judgments on it other than we're getting more borderlands mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of like weird to say that oh i wish this had a battle royale mode because what else are we getting like <laughs> like really um but uh yeah i mean what borderlands and i heard this analogy I, I i don't remember who said it but borderlands is like mm. what diablo is to world of warcraft and like mm. borderlands is diablo destiny is world of warcraft let's say like borderlands is not a 
MMO, like multiplayer online games as a service type of game. And I'm really hoping that they don't do that with this, where they try to make it a game as a service, because I don't think they need to do that. I think if they kind of model it more after Diablo, which is what the Borderlands games is really more modeled after, not, say, World of Warcraft, uh, I think that the game could still have a lot of legs and uh, be a game that they can continue to put content into and make the um, vaults like more like Des- like Diablo's Rifts or something like that. So, like, uh, because they are, as we saw in the end of Borderlands 2, there are a shit ton of vaults now that they've uncovered and they're are gonna be we're gonna be discovering i'm assuming so yeah just um really excited and i'm hoping that they you know show more soon i know we're by the time you hear this we're gonna know when it's coming out there was a, a leak <laughs> that yeah. um on april 1st so it's hard to determine if that's true or not but there's a leak that the uh, game is coming september 13th of this year which i think is a friday so that kind of fits with the mm-hmm. way things uh releases are been, have been going um, yeah. So I'm like ninety percent sure that we we're getting it September thirteenth. Ninety, you're ninety percent with that leak. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean uh, <laughs> that date. The the, the, the date. Uh, just the, the only reason I'm not more pers- sure is just because it was April first. But again, it seems mm-hmm. pretty legitimate. Yeah. Did you see the box art just came out uh, like an hour ago? Oh no, I didn't even get to. Uh, I'll post that. it. So. I'll post it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so, I've been talking a lot. So, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm wondering. Uh, do you think maybe the reason why they like some people weren't in love with the trailers is like just graphically it looks too similar to the old game, or what? So the thing I think people. I mean, I know it is a style, but like, does it is it not a big enough jump? I guess for some people. Um, so I think that if you're not necessarily a big fan perhaps or just want to find something to complain about but the thing with the (laughs) graphics is that they hold up really well because it's like 2d sprites hold up really well because of the style of the art it doesn't lend to uh it being uh like choppy or um, squared off or anything like everything is already smoothed out because it's cartoony so Mm -hmm. it's not it's like you know Snow White maybe, holds up because they, it's a cartoon. It's like you know from the '40s, but it still looks good because it's well, hand drawn. I do think that around that time there was a little bit of a trend, maybe even before it, where everyone went cell shaded because they realized they could get away with like less textures or lower like poly counts, and that was the style. So, and now maybe newer things don't need that as much. So maybe mm-hmm. people thought the style would get changed a lot this time around but i yeah, guess yeah no i think if you compare side by side it is a huge difference uh, mm-hmm. if you compare side by side but because the art style lends to just like, like kind of that like flashy cartoony look you don't really notice it when you mm-hmm. look at a quick yeah. trailer yeah i think for me you know because i'm not a super borderlands fan I, I think i just missed the the train uh after it left the station um i appreciate it you know i played it for a bit and everything i i totally get it um, just it didn't hook me because I, I think I was too late to the party. I didn't get that co-op experience that you know everybody else did. Um, but the mayhem trailer for that you know w- was shown before the Hack. teaser. Yeah, the teaser yeah. that was crazy. I was like, damn, like this is kind of like you know it's a different edgy kind of like way to do that. And just even though I I didn't know a lot of those characters, or I have a strong emotional tie to those characters. 
I could see that everything was placed specifically and attention to detail and stuff like that that lent itself to a, a bigger, greater universe. So then um, when we saw the the actual uh, trailer for Borderlands 3, don't get me wrong, it, it was good. It was really good. Um, it just, I, I kind of felt a little disappointed because I was like, all right, I get what Borderlands is about, but like what is Borderlands 3 in particular mm. about in, in terms of like what what's new? And yeah, we got like the... The gun on legs that was that was awesome that got me laughing out so loud, um, or that one character kind of doing like that Zenyatta thing that was awesome. But I just wanted to see more of that. Like, hey, this is what you can look forward to in Borderlands Three mm-hmm. that you couldn't get in Borderlands Two. And I'm sure we will get there with new trailers because obviously you don't want to just you know bust your load in the first uh, <laughs> first thrust, so to speak. Um, you know, uh, so I'm sure we'll get it. It's just. In that regard, I was like, oh, I know you guys are holding back on me. Like, like yeah. I know Borderlands is not too pump chump. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I agree. I, I could like I get they. It was like a really um flashy. Just like let's show you what it looks like. You're not learning anything about it. You're just seeing there's guns, there's locations, and there's characters shooting things. Um, that's mm-hmm. all we really got to see. We didn't really we didn't really learn what Borderlands Three was about. And I agree with that, Tony. Like because I'm. And I'm excited to see those things down the line, but obviously I'm just happy to see it exist and to see gameplay because that was all like actual gameplay. And, yeah, yep. And yeah. Uh, to and know I appreciate that, was that, that was out. gameplay footage, not yeah. You know. No, and um, like and Randy Pritchford has said numerous times when they announce it, they want to be able to release the game the same year they announce it. And mm-hmm. uh, so if the leaks are true, and by the time you listen to this, you'll know um, it's going to be coming this year. Yeah, it was weird right. that they did not announce it uh, at PAX, though. The day. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, interestingly enough, actually, and I wanted to tie this into the news. Um, so uh, for the past couple weeks or months, if you listen to our podcast, um, there have been games that have been uh, on PC that have been uh, announced as becoming PC uh, exclusive to the Epic Game Store for at least a year with exclusivity starting, I think, the, the first one was like Metro Exodus that like mm-hmm. got people up in arms. But... It hasn't officially been announced, but it, it's all but confirmed at this point that uh, Borderlands 3 will be exclusive to the Epic Game Store for uh, at least a period of time uh, that got people all in a rush, uh, or again, up in arms. And Randy Pitchford even came out on Twitter to officially say, like, hey, you know, part of the reason why we went with Epic Game Store is that their stance on cross-platform play was, um, you know... It's sort of uh, like the tools paramount. are already built in. Yeah, the tools are, are there, and we want mm-hmm. to focus the game around that kind of thing, which is really cool. And I would love it if this was um, cross-platform between like PC and Xbox uh, One or something like that. Yeah, like, straight out of the gate, stuff. like that would be. Yeah, fantastic. straight out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, there is a big controversy with the Epic Game Store, though, which we should touch on as well, and the fact that people hate the Epic Game Store. Uh, <laughs> it is like. Um, it is terrible in a lot of people's eyes, and um, there's there is some validation to their up uh, like their worries and what there's the problems that Gabe, Epic Game Store has. Um, so just some of the things that people have problems with is the security of Epic Game Store. They don't actually ask you to verify your email initially when you sign up for it. You can set up two-factor authentication, but the amount of people hacking the Epic Game Store has been like rampant. It's out of control. Uh, there's really no support for it right now, as far as like customer support. If you have an issue with the Epic Game Store, so it's hard to get things resolved if there is an issue or if you do get hacked. 
if you use a VPN with the Epic Game Store, you can get banned and your games will be just like totally cut off from you. And this is a permanent ban. Yeah. Well, Valve has had that before too, actually. Um, I'm not sure how uh, real it is, but for a while, um, people had to be really uh, careful because before they implemented a shopping cart system on Mm -hmm. Steam, if you want, like, let's say there was like a huge Steam sale, like the holiday sales or whatever like that, you had to, you know, buy one and then go back back and buy, you know, another one, stuff like that. And, you know, because this is like early days of like the PC, you know, uh, download transactions, stuff like that. Some credit card companies would think it was like fraudulent activity because like there's so right. many transactions for small amounts because you know, a lot of these games were like a dollar to two dollars that they would like proactively block or, you know, uh, charge a, a file a chargeback against the account. And if Steam, because the thing is when you file a chargeback against uh, an entity, like it costs them money straight up. Even if they win it, they, it costs them like at least 30 to 40 dollars. So uh, that cuts into Valve slash Steam profit margin. So if you ever issued a chargeback against Steam, they would ban your account. And you'd lose access to your library. Yeah. So I remember being super skeptical, and that's why for the longest time I was actually no. Using, I mean, like, Steam in the early days was shitty too. Like we can't. Yeah. It was it was bad, and they learned a lot and have yep. grown, and like they've had the time to build a, a, the community and the system and platform that it, mm-hmm. it is today. Epic Game Store is obviously just getting started, but again, there's a lot of things that are missing. So, uh, features like. Um, no cloud saves, no social yep. Steam chat, no controller support, no achievements, excuse me, and like no game forums. And those are the things that you think would kind of be there initially or, or within the first few months. That it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been a couple months now that the game store has been out and uh, uh, been around. Um, and the biggest thing I think, which is kind of kind of get missed as well, is that like Epic can monetize any of your media that you create through the epic game store if you have like let's say borderlands i buy borderlands on epic game store and i take screenshots or big videos they can just take that and use it and sell it as their own if they wanted mm-hmm. yeah and uh, not I, credit you at all which yeah. for I, content I, creators I thought steam had shit. the same thing but i'm not 100 positive on that i mean that they, could, they could too like again I, i'm not sure i'm not a big pc guy but i'm just for a content creator, I would think that would be a pretty big like no no as far as like I'm right. making stuff uh, to as a lot my that's my livelihood and you're just taking it and using it for yourself. Um, but yeah, those are some of the issues people have with it, and uh, there is a huge um, huge uh, thread on the Reddit, the Borderlands Reddit, where a guy says he will not be buying the game if it's an Epic Game Store exclusive. Uh, it's got like eight. 8,300 upvotes and 1,500 comments for um, this one post. And most of the stuff on, like, the Borderlands subreddit is, like, maybe a couple hundred upvotes usually because it's yeah. not, like, not, not that happening right now. But that is a huge controversy for people at this time. All right. <laughs> so, okay. That was a lot on that. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, it's Borderlands, man. I'm going to dominate. If we, if we can, like, do- if I can dominate Borderlands talk, I'm going to dominate as much as possible. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, then, to be fair, I've already created the games cast um, like, artwork. Like, I did that uh, over the weekend. Goddamn. All right. So I, knew, I knew it. I was like, there's no way I'm not going to, like, make sure Borderlands is the key art here. Very good. Um, in a slightly related story, at least console side of digital downloads, 
Uh, Sony is now going to allow refunds on digital pre-orders and regular orders as long as the games aren't downloaded already. Is this real? Was this a April yeah, yeah, no, it's not it's real. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's about time. <laughs> yeah. It, especially if they're going to be taking the ability to buy digital games away from retailers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, this makes sense. It's a good thing. Um, not much to say about it other than that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's about time. All right. And then finally, Final Fantasy Seven Remake gets a new director. Shouldn't this have been done like years ago? What happened? <laughs> yeah, I think it had a new director before too. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought this they scrapped it and then like redid it again. So um, still, net, they is... took it away from the original people, right? Like they're like, <laughs> nope, you you yeah. are not doing this justice. We need to uh, bring this back. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, that game desperately needs some kind of uh, newness to it because uh, whatever they're it doing just, on it is not. Working. It just needs to go away and like not be talked about for a very long time until it's ready. Until it's ready, yeah, exactly. And um, I didn't put it on here, but uh, some new news: um, the uh, P5S website domain registered by Atlas <laughs> went live today. Uh, teasing in the Persona 5 color scheme and Phantom Thieves type of calling card uh, that one more information is coming out on April 25th. So uh, we had a P5R the other week and now it's P5S. So, uh, Corey, you better be hoping that uh, that S stands for Stadia and not Switch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, like I said... I won is on the Switch as much as anybody. I just didn't think it would happen. And uh if it does, like good for them. I'm 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 hoping it's true, but at the same time I it's just the only way you're gonna get that game done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, and I th- I think it's gonna be cool because I think um I think that's a I think that's a pers- the Persona 5 concert that day or something like that. Mm. But I also think they're going to tie it in with the um, drop of uh, Joker as the uh, DLC character for Smash yeah, Brothers. That makes so much sense. Like, hey, play Joker in Smash and get ready to play Persona 5 on the Switch in yep. a few months or something. Yep, exactly. So we'll be, we'll be, uh, we'll see uh, just a few short weeks here. Man, I, I just saw a tweet. I saw the tweet of the, um, the covers that you were talking about. And there mm-hmm. is a, uh, a loot chest one. I'm like, I have to get this. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. I was like, I just don't want it to get sold out. Yeah, I'm surpri- I, I mean, I'm not, I'm surprised you're not getting one of each variant, like you know, regular edition, deluxe edition, super deluxe edition, loot chest edition. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be getting it on uh, both systems anyway, so it's like, are you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, probably not. I'm just saying, it's like. Uh, <laughs> It's, there's a high chance that eventually I'll have it on the other system. Oh yeah, it. but I mean, like you don't need it right away on both oh, no, systems, no, right? No, no. Well, I'm gonna get it I mean, on Xbox X. You you would get on Xbox uh, for to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this diamond loot chest collector's edition. Damn, it's got like a diamond loot chest replica, a, uh, a sanctuary three snap model, ten character figurines, five character art lithographs, four vault key keychains, cloth map of the galaxy. Three Borderlands, Borderlands Three: The Game, The Steel Book, A Season Pass, Deluxe Bonus Content, and Gold Weapon Skins. Uh, wow, sounds like two hundred dollars right there. <laughs> oh, easily. Uh, to be uh, fair, I've spent 
more than that on a edition of this game of the older game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the claptrap edition was five hundred dollars. Oh God, yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> yeah, holy crap, dude. Yeah. You're oh, all in boy. it. Um, and then uh, oh, uh, one other thing I didn't put on there, but um, so Jason Schreier of Kotaku put out oh a yeah, this pretty. Pretty damning slash scathing article um, on what happened with Anthem and Bioware in general. Uh, I would really urge anybody that's interested in Bioware, Anthem, even Mass Effect, or the future of you know Dragon Age to read this article. It's 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 a long article. Took me like fifteen plus minutes to read because it goes in depth. Uh, But he interviewed uh, dozens of employees for statements and you know obviously corroborating facts and stuff like that. But my takeaway from it were a couple things, but um, mostly that even though the game was in development for like seven years, it was kind of like a Destiny situation where it was like pretty much the last 18 months of development was when most of the game, the majority of the game was actually worked on. And, you know, the five point, the first 5.5 years were just kind of like back and forth, you know, scrapping, reiterating, like starting over again, people not making decisions, like et cetera, et cetera, leadership just being ho-hum, wish-washy. Um, and obviously there was, as we alluded to earlier, there was infighting even within Bioware, how like Edmonton thought that they were the, you know, original Bioware, any, anybody else at any other studio named Bioware was shit and lesser than them. And just like, they don't know anything they're talking about. And the, I think it was the Texas one, you know, had worked on, um, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, the Star Wars MMO. They're like, look guys, like you can't do like multiplayer storytelling this way because, like, these are the lessons we learned through that MMO. Like, we're trying to help you here. And, you know, uh, Edmonton was like, nope, nope, we, we know better than you guys. You're fucking shit. You're the junior studio, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so there's a lot of that. And just, um, it was a mess. But, like, that article is, uh, reading it, it, it's it's terrifying, actually. Just uh, hearing a state that a lot of employees actually talked about how secretly they had all wanted Dragon Age Inquisition to have failed just so it would get the point across to uh, Bioware leadership that the way they ran the studio and their management styles were not, like, good anymore. Because, like, it seemed to be, like, this core belief that, oh, like, in the 11th hour, everything is going to coalesce and come together, Bioware magic, et cetera, et cetera, you know, as had been done before with their previous Mass Effect and Dragon Age games. And everybody felt like Inquisition was finally at the tipping point, and it wasn't. It wound up being like the best-selling game. But then after that, with Andromeda and now Anthem, it's like, nope, nope, that was just a fluke. This is how things happen. Um, so uh, definitely urge anyone to read that article that's interested in the video game industry. Uh, hashtag sad. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing too is that scary is that def- literally EA. It was almost like a. De- it, sounded so much like a destiny situation because ea literally pulled in other studios like dice um motive etc to help and help them finish anthem uh and even any of the resources that were working on that dragon age game dragon age 4 whatever you want to call it were pulled as well so dragon age 4 development stopped again to help finish anthem so just like i don't think we're seeing dragon age at all and then somebody else today leaked that the dragon age um teaser that we got at the game awards was done without EA's permission. Wow. Like EA actually told them, do not announce or tease Dragon Age at all. And Bioware's like, fuck that. Like, we're going to do it. And made a deal with um, Jeff Keighley. And 
Uh, I don't know if it was a power play as in like, oh, it's going to be hard to cancel the studio once we got the fans all riled up for Dragon Age 4. I don't know if that was the power play there, but it just sounds like a fucking shit show at Bioware. So, yeah, Anthem might be that last game of theirs. Oh, and that's the other thing. It wasn't even supposed to be called Anthem. It was supposed to be called Beyond, but apparently the lawyers said like that would be too hard to secure as uh, the name for a, you know, a video game franchise. So then the leaders were like, Anthem. And like, what the fuck does that mean? That has nothing to do with like the, the plot <laughs> or anything. They're like, when I hear Beyond, though, I think Beyond Two, two Souls. Souls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a shame. Uh, strangely enough, it still was doing well last we checked, but I don't know about now. I don't know. I <laughs> saw like less than 100 people streaming it on Twitch like at prime yeah. time. Well, I think that's it, unless some, anyone found any more news to add, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it for the news, I think. Yeah. All right. So, I think we're all done. Uh, you can contact us. Oh, at... oh, wait, wait. What's that? PAX, What's that? man. We got to talk about oh, PAX. More... Tony was at PAX. You mean pa- PAX was more than just, <laughs> than just Borderlands 3? There was, was more was. things that happened? Yeah, we promised, so. Yeah. Only, yeah, Let's go into it. Yeah, no, PAX was, uh, it's always a good time. Um it's kind of crazy seeing, uh, even now in, in 2019, how big the show has become, even though it's been big for quite a number of years now. But every year I feel like it's just like even bigger and more um, more of an event than before. But strangely, uh, this year I felt, I don't know if you noticed, Corey, but like I felt like it was different gaming companies that were starting to take over the bigger spaces. Because like Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft, they all had booths, but it felt like they were smaller than previous years. Mm. Whereas we had booths like... Um, Facebook and Oculus and Discord that have these really giant premier spaces mm-hmm. um, just taking up a lot of the real estate. Um, and then actually uh, Magic the Gathering, they actually had a huge presence there with a booth that felt like it was reminiscent of like 2013, um, 2014 uh, Riot Games League of Legends right. booth. Just like, I was like, damn, this is a huge ass space. Like, what the heck is going on here? Um, and they were showing off the mythic invitational tournament which is the highest paying magic tournament ever um <laughs> done in the history of the game so uh it was a cool um i didn't spend too much time on the actual exhibit floor because like i think like sony showing off days gone which as everybody on this podcast knows, i have zero interest in <laughs> nintendo's big thing was yoshi which was coming out on that friday and i i don't have an interest in so it's like i'm not gonna <laughs> spend a lot of time playing that game and Microsoft, i don't even know what microsoft brought like there wasn't a line when I went. Like, I just walked in. I could have played anything I wanted. And I was just like, I, I don't want to play anything here. I just turned around and I left. Because I was like, fuck this. Um, but everything, like, there's huge presence with, uh, obviously, VR, with Oculus and, and Facebook and PlayStation VR. But, I'm you know, me, I'm just, I'm not really that bullish on it. Just kind of like, I, I don't think the um, the game design is there. I mean, the tech is, is somewhat there. But the game design, I don't think anything is like really showing off like, hey, this is an experience you can only get with VR and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but other than that, uh, I'm trying to think of anything particularly noteworthy. The Gearbox uh, Borderlands 3 panel, which we obviously talked about, was probably the biggest thing on the show. Um, they gave away these free masks. I'm not sure if you covered that, Corey, the, the no. Psycho mask. But all throughout the weekend, like that's all you saw was like people wearing or like having the the masks uh, on their backpacks and stuff like that. So I think it was an obviously really good uh, marketing strategy for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, the show was awesome. I think um, it's at a good place now. Where Thursday, if you want to do anything, Thursday is the day to do it. Yeah. Uh, no, I felt like not that I felt like it was like, um, 
dead or anything, but it just felt like I could move around. I could check things out if I wanted to. I didn't feel yep. like I was going to have to wait in a super long line. Uh, so definitely not that it was like empty again, but it was just like, oh, wow. It's like I can move around. I can do stuff. This is nice. Yep, exactly. Like, what was Saturday like, just in comparison? Oh, uh, dude, Saturday was a shit show. I mean, I I went through the exhibit floor once on Saturday, and I was like, no, fucking done with this. And I just went to the board game area and just played board games the rest of Saturday. So, like, oh, nice. I should I should have just, like, resold the Saturday bed or something or just, like, gone back to the West and played games with people there because, like, I was just like, fuck this, like, whatever. What um, like did you guys what'd you play? Uh, demo-wise, let's see. I played um, that Katana Zero game, uh, mm-hmm. the indie game coming out on PC and Switch, which is pretty sweet. Um, it's about um, a samurai assassin, and uh, you know, it's one of these games where like you kill really quickly, but you also die really quickly, and it's pretty much learning the like the level layouts and the enemy patterns and stuff like that. Because um, if you die, you just retry again and stuff like that. So that's that's really cool. I actually played the Stranger Th- uh, Stranger Things uh, video game. Which is a, a pleasant surprise. I don't think it's anything particularly deep or um, you know revolutionary, but as a you know um, what is it called franchised you know uh, IP game, I think it did it, it service well. It's got that like sixteen bitish um, Super Nintendo style look. It's kind of like a beat 'em up, but um, the cool thing is like the different characters have their own unique abilities. Like for the the PAX demo and this level, they made specifically just as a demo because they didn't want to spoil the the game which actually ties into the series which i thought was really cool um what's her name uh the mother uh oh winona Winona ryder yeah winona ryder i I was thinking trying to think of her character name Um, she has uh, (laughs) a joy or something i don't know joyce joyce joy i don't know judy judy something like that but anyway her character has like um pliers so like if there's locks on doors she'll like cut them and um hopper has like um, I think a flashlight or something like that, and then his moves are more powerful and stuff like that. But yeah, it was pretty cool. There's some light puzzle sequences and like figuring out like um, how to open up certain doors or get past security cameras and stuff like that. Uh, they said there's going to be I think like t- at least a dozen playable characters in the in the final version of the game. Mm. Each of them will have their own thing, and it's going to tie into season three of Stranger Things. Stranger Things three, where. Um, some events will happen before the series, concurrent with the series, and maybe even possibly afterwards. Um, so it seems pretty cool. And then, like, the story was was uh, kind of awesome because, like, the developer's there, and I asked him how it came to be. He's like, oh, I worked with some people at this other studio, and um, the, the guys who do Stranger Things, they're, they're video, big video game fans, obviously, and, like, we kind of pitch it, like, hey, let's just do a video game. And they're like, yeah, okay, that sounds, yeah, sure, why not? And, then, like, they worked together and... Uh, sent them the script so they could work on like the story and the level design and all that stuff. So I was like, that's really yeah. cool. And I think it's coming out at a budget price. I think it's going to be like $20 or something like that. So, um, And it's going to be co-op too. You can play it single player or co-op. So I think it'll be a cool oh, nice. uh, couch experience to do. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much it. Uh, a lot of board games. No, Nothing video game related other than that. What, um, anything new board game wise? Uh, no, the I just played free play board games. Um, I don't know if it was just PAX Unplugged took the thunder, but like any of the big game board game vendors were not there. Like ELO wasn't there, or um, who are some of the other bigger board game companies? Simon. They just didn't. Yes, you know, like they would just see what. Uh, yeah, Simon, they, they weren't there. So it was kind of like kind of weird, but um, you know, I guess they like PAX Unplugged. So yeah, that's cool. All right. <laughs> okay, is that it now? 
I, All right. I was, yeah, I don't have anything else. <laughs> I did get to play, because um, <clears throat> Sony, you had uh, lent me the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, because I didn't have it uh, at the time. So I did get to get back into that a little bit. And um, I, yeah, it took me like half an hour to uh, <laughs> to get back into the swing of how things worked again. So um, I'll make my way through that. I'm going to try to get that finished with cool. The next month or so, we'll see how yeah. many hours. Definitely has to be before Borderlands Three, though. No, I mean, once that hits, it's gonna be game <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the yeah. problem is like Borderlands One's coming out. It's like now nah, I want to play that, <laughs> like the remaster. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is breaking, I guess, because Jim just posted this in our Discord channel. But um, uh-huh. Wario sixty four had tweeted up the uh, box art for Borderlands Three, and the official Borderlands Three um, Twitter account replied to Wario sixty four and said, "How do you do, fellow gamers?" This sure looks neat. Guess we all better tune in tomorrow at 6 a.m. Pacific time to find out if it's real. Dot, dot, dot. So, oh, 9 o'clock Eastern, guys. Yep, 9 o'clock Eastern. I gotta get on Amazon and start. <laughs> <laughs> better sign in preemptively, dude. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be, it's no end game um, issues here, but. Uh... Yeah. Right. Uh, anyone else play anything new this nope. week? Nope. Yeah. I'm just so excited for Borderlands, man. Like, Borderlands <laughs> on the brain. Oh, man. I just like, was really nice though. Like Gearbox at their their um shows, they always do something really nice for the, the fans of and who come to their shows. And Tony had mentioned they gave away like these really nice masks. Like it's a it's not just like a paper mask they like cut out of like a, like paper mache or something. Uh, it it's a really nice, well done mask. And then they also gave everybody in attendance at that show Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequel for free, the new remastered Ultra HD versions, which come with everything. So um, that was really cool that they did that. Cool. Yeah, I just play the same things again, so I won't talk about it. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess that is finally it for us today. All right. All right. See you next week. Yep, so you can email us at podcast at allyoucangeek.net. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, usually we're on uh, YouTube, but not today or this week because no gym. But we will, <laughs> <laughs> but we will see you next week. Um, so have a good one, guys. Later. Later.